Rocky Horror Minute is rated R. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is also rated R. We're going to spend this time discussing the movie in gory detail. And along the road, we will talk about some adult content and use some of our favorite swear words. It's true! Vagina dentata! Consider yourselves warned. Welcome to Rocky Horror Minute, the podcast where we discuss the Rocky Horror Picture Show in excruciating detail one minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. And I'm your other host, Leandra. And I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, for, for today we've decided to let Brad Monroe live for one more minute. Say hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Oh man, it's humor like that that's going to get you eaten by Perry Bedden soon. Feet first. Yes. Uh, before that, we have to discuss minute 71 of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nice. Wait, no. <laughs> no! Uh, what happens in minute 71? Well, we've heard the opening couple of notes to a new song at the end of minute 70, and we continue to hear that starting to ramp up. Frank goes chasing after Janet. Brad begins pushing Dr. Scott through the castle with Dr. Scott yelling this way, this way, to indicate which way they should go. This leaves Riff, Magenta, and Rocky in the dining room with Rocky in a corner. Magenta and Riff are cackling about how funny all of this is until Riff abruptly yells, Shut up! Frank begins to sing while chasing and catching up to Janet on the staircase. He says, I'll tell you once, I won't tell you twice. You'd better wise up, Janet Weiss. Your apple pie don't taste too nice. You'd better wise up, Janet Weiss. And at this, Janet knees Frank in the groin to escape from him. She continues climbing the stairs. Brad and Dr. Scott go into the elevator. Janet turns onto a landing we have seen before when Dr. Scott was first getting electromagnetic up into the lab. Frank is close behind her and he continues, I've laid the seed. It should be all you need. You're as sensual as a pencil, wound up like an E or first string. When we made it, did you hear a bell ring? Janet and Frank find themselves back in the lab, coming in through the hole Dr. Scott made. Frank continues chasing after Janet down the ramp. You got a block? Well, take my advice. You'd better wise up, Janet Weiss. Janet stumbles, and Frank rushes past her to the transducer board. Brad and Dr. Scott have exited the elevator at this point and are also in the lab when Frank says, The transducer will seduce ya. My feet, says Janet, realizing that she is frozen in place. Maybe? I guess we'll get more context next minute. Now, the ending of this minute is something you really loved, right, Leandro? How do you figure? Because it mentions feet. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> no. That's Oscar. Uh, I love... Feet. No, that's Oscar and you. Uh, <laughs> I love how Janet screams as she runs out of the room. I, it, it's really funny. They're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Like just continuously, it's it's really good. Yeah, she's being very theatrical. Um, and then we see another weird taxidermy. We do. I think it might not be a taxidermy, but 
There's something that appears to be a lizard of some kind, which might be taxidermied or it might be a statue. I couldn't really tell wearing like a, like a ruffly, like tool thing around its neck. It almost looks like an Elizabethan collar sort of rough sort of thing. Yeah. So just had to point him out. <laughs> what There's the fuck? so much weird shit in this castle. It's great. I know. Brian Thompson, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Especially since we clarified you. that you're alive. Yes, that you're not dead. Yeah. I mean, if he were dead, he would definitely be listening because he would just have nothing else to do, right? Yes. Okay. I hate the apple pie line. I hate every line of this. <laughs> every bit of it is very... <laughs> very stupid yeah now i don't think you're essential as a pencil is it that bad of a line that I means she's not very gentle. yeah <laughs> so we, i think we've talked about it already but lander and i love to quote the drunky horror picture show when he goes you're essential as a pencil <laughs> that means you're not that sensual <laughs> if leander's if leander's present i always do that as a callback for that moment but I, I actually, I've always thought that line was decent in an otherwise really bad, although the rhyme is a stretch, and I actually wrote, truly, this is a minute of approximate rhymes, because <laughs> there's so, there's so many in this song. The transducer will seduce ya. Yeah, Eminem could learn a thing or two. Yeah. I just, a lot of these lines don't even make sense, though. The, the apple pie one makes sense, but it is disgusting and i i feel exactly as <laughs> janet seems to feel when she goes Ugh! in response to that yeah richard o'brien was on some real freak moments um that, that's like that's like an incel line <laughs> in this in this movie with the seat wedding Ugh. there's something about every line in this that feels like it started in English and then was translated into another language and then translated into another language and then translated back to English because it doesn't they are all words they just don't make any fucking sense yeah this is like what you would get if you asked chat GPT to write you like a sexy song for the end of the Rocky Horror Picture Show Oh, fuck. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> oh, please do. I think it's going to have an issue with the word sexy, but I'm going to try anyway. Say sensual. Yeah. Yeah. As a pensual. <laughs> Can you write me a sexy song for the end of the Rocky Horror Picture Show? It must include the words apple pie. Pencil. <laughs> and pencil. Alright. I don't know why it has to include those words. But it does. That's the prompt. Let's see what he's got. Survey says... Okay. This is honestly better at a glance than this song, in my opinion. So perhaps AI is going to take all our jobs. In the shadows of the night, where fantasies ignite... Now, that's a bit of a lame rhyme but there's a craving deep inside burning bright with, with lips like apple pie <laughs> and a gaze that's oh so sly you're the thrill i can't deny under the moonlit sky 
the chorus is let's dance in the dark where passions fire sparks okay no this sucks ass uh, ai is not taking our jobs you're the pencil to my art <laughs> leaving traces on my heart <laughs> this slaps in this in this wild cosmic ride you're the one i can't deny let's lose ourselves tonight in a love that feels so right with every touch a symphony of desire like a flame rising higher and higher you're the mystery I long to unravel in this midnight unravel. Okay. So let's escape the mundane. Let, let our spirits intertwine. In this ecstasy, we'll find our divine. With every kiss, we'll write our story in the ink of love's glory. Oh. Let's dance. Yeah. <laughs> let's see, we're even writing callbacks for it. They're, they do the chorus again, and then the outro is... Underneath the stars where fantasies roam free, you and I in sweet serenity, let's savor every moment until the dawn's first light. In this moment, we'll shine so bright. I guess that could go, like, where superheroes is. Yeah, I I didn't hate it nearly as much as this. And yeah. yeah. With lips like apple pie is a stretch, but... It's, it's not uh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you're the pencil to my art, leaving traces on my heart. I guess that's as good as anything. It's better than you're sensual as a pencil. <laughs> you're as essential okay, as a pencil. Well, if any listeners want to set that to music, <laughs> be my guest. I have the lyrics here. So they're running. That happens this minute. Yeah, they're running. This This literal minute this minute is literally the entirety of the underwear run for our cast so there's not there's not as much uh in terms of like audience interaction usually i do um leandra might enlighten us during the callbacks but like even when i've gone to other cast shows during this moment it's usually just the song happening and the actors scrambling around yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, in like, I don't have any callbacks for this minute. We're jumping ahead. But also just there's not that much going on. So I do want to say, I think Frank or Tim Curry looks different in this minute and the ones to come in the lab. And I wanted to know why you guys think that is well i'm wondering if this was potentially filmed later as a way to tie in the dinner scene and um the transition to floor show that's possible yeah that i don't know i mean it would have had to be there because there's the the song mm -hmm. but I don't know if his makeup's different or what, but his face looks really different to me in a good way, actually, um, in this minute and in the lab scene to come. He has this, like, really, like, boyish, like, impish look to him. You know what I'm talking about, Leandra? I do. I, I think that it's something to do with the nose. I feel like they do a little bit more mm -hmm. highlight on the tip of the nose. Mm -hmm. And... It I, I will throw out there that this definitely had to be done in multiple shots because at the very least, it's not like the lab exists in the castle. So mm -hmm. 
they they had to do a pretty decent job with the makeup match so i think that's kind of cool yeah and i just i mean it could just be how they were doing his makeup or something um it could be also it could just be like the way he's emoting maybe is different oh, but either way it's probably some some combination of the two but i love it i think he looks really cute it reminds me of puck which i know is a role that he played so yeah just a thought you're a thought sure am i'll be i'll be forever mad at uh broadway not allowing recordings of at least one one show where famous actors play roles like that i would kill to see uh tim curry do some broadway stuff yeah uh i think i don't what, what was his puck performance that was a uh, surely that was a british production right yeah that was in london it wasn't like even west end as far as i can tell was wasn't his broadway thing he was playing um... he was mozart yeah amadeus yeah. yeah yeah such a loss that we can't see that i'm sure it was incredible there is a moment in this minute that reminds me of a a fairly late simpsons episode and it's when Dr. Scott and Brad are going into the elevator. It could just be because I do this when I'm playing Brad. There's this episode of The Simpsons where Marge and Homer are pretending to be spies. And Marge is taking the stairs and like parkouring. And Homer is in the elevator and he's just like pretending to parkour off the sides of the elevator. <laughs> and... And anytime I play Brad, when I'm in the elevator, I just pretend to be, like, absolutely trying to convey that I'm still <laughs> having that sort of energy like Janet is. But I'm in an elevator, so, you know, it's not the same thing. For that thing with Brad, I said, Brad sucks for this one. Or is he a true ally? Because his fiance is being attacked by frankenfurter and instead of running after her in any way he has decided to help dr scott go to the elevator and take him upstairs which i guess is helpful although we've seen no indication that dr scott needs his help to wheel around i mean if i were brad i'd go wow you know what she just ran into the arms of another man. She can go take care of herself. I don't know. I mean, I'd be mad if Brad ran into the arms of Rocky, but I don't think I would let him get attacked by somebody. <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't want to leave Dr. Scott there with Griffin Magenta, who presumably butchered up his nephew. That is fair. I don't know. Yeah, he just seems like very passive about the whole thing but yeah he also isn't exactly the brightest maybe he just grabbed the nearest object and was like well i'm taking you places now scott that is me when we have to break up the dinner scene <laughs> i grab the nearest object and i'm like i'm taking you off stage with me brad is just incredibly excited and happy to see dr scott though so yeah. it could just be like oh man no, you're my new best friend here. I'm just going to protect you. Yeah, I love reading their relationship as Brad thinking 
that they have a really special bond and Dr. Scott just feeling awkward about the whole thing. Brad, what are you doing here? (laughs) Not to give us back-to-back clips, but the commentary, I thought, for this minute was really, really interesting. So, if I may. Absolutely. This film was like some other world unfolding to me. It was like I, I was in a story that was happening. Well, that's one of the strange things when you talk about that, because because it was that surreal quality to the movie that was very disturbing. Because we'd been doing the show uh, for months before we made the movie. Yes. And it ran for an hour 35 when it was slow, an hour 30 when it was on time, an, right. hour, an hour 25 <laughs> when it was really hiking along. Yeah. And, and we, we went to watch the movie, which was 90 minutes, an hour and a half exactly, and it seemed so long mm. and so slow and so mm. gently unfolding. Mm-hmm. You go, how can that happen? We've got more dialogue in the movie. We've got, we've got extra things in the movie. How can we actually add this, these longures and, 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 and yet still be an, running at an hour 30? I don't understand I it. And, and there was a surreal dreamlike quality. There was a very dreamlike quality to Rocky Horror the movie, which was never present in Rocky Horror the On stage, stage show. Yeah, so, well, Richard, maybe it's because you had multiple shots on a chandelier going down <laughs> for what seems like eternity. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't understand why he has a hard time understanding why the movie was shorter than the musical, even though the movie has more stuff in it, because obviously with a stage show, you need time to move things around. Um, You can't, like, you can't do what we... uh, On film, like, let's say somebody has to walk around a table serving meat. You don't have to show every single step and every single piece of meat laying down. You just have to show enough for the audience to intuit that that's what's happening but obviously on stage they're human beings so you can't just cut that part so you know film always ends up shorter than musicals for that reason i don't know thoughts i think that it's just as somebody who has seen multiple productions of the rocky Horror show they're they're just paced differently they they put more time into certain things and less time into other things like the lab scene in the rocky horror show is super super short but it seems like they add much more time into into other bits like i feel like the the bedroom scenes tend to take a little bit longer in the rocky horror show and it's stuff like that Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little bit of commentary. And I agree that there is a there is a dreamlike quality to the movie that I haven't seen the show, but I can understand how the show would feel a little more frenetic. Yeah. Now, listeners, if you want a real dreamlike film, watch Suspiria. That, yeah, if if you like slow dreamlike movies uh, that are actually awesome and our star Jessica Harper, which who was also the star of Shock Treatment, 
she plays Janet, so little uh little connection to Rocky Horror there. Anyway, watch Suspiria. Suspiria Minute, anybody? <laughs> I would love Suspiria Minute. I don't have any other notes other than callbacks. Does do you, do either of you have anything? There are there are callbacks. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't technically have a callback, but I have a thing, an audience participation thing, which I didn't even know this until recently because I had never seen it, but in some productions the prop bag will have a bell in it for you to ring when he says when we made it did you hear a bell ring yeah i do like the little i do like the little piano sting after that the ding dong yeah i've been to cast that have that in their prop bag i just i've never thought that it was good for our show because we do an underwear run instead yeah. yeah, I will also say that at least the particular kind of bell that this prop bag had ain't no way, even with them all ringing at once, there would be no way to hear them. It was way too quiet. For sure. They're itty bitty tiny ones. Yeah. But still cute. That's what I got. All right. Callbacks. Brad, do you have any? Nope. Kelly, do you have any? No. That was it. Oh. So I have, can you tell me twice? And then Frank says, I won't tell you twice. And you go, aw. And your apple pie don't taste too nice. The callback to that is, it was cherry and they were all popped. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. And then when, when Janet knees... Frank in the groin, you go ow, 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 which is kind of fun. That is funny. I did write in my notes for that minute, nut shot. Also, I've always wanted, but have never actually come up with a way to do it, but I've always wanted to do a reference to football and groin from The Simpsons at that time. It would be difficult to do that as Janet because you're doing the underwear run. No, I just meant like as a callback. Oh, okay. I I wasn't, I didn't mean I, I wanted to visually reference that classic Simpsons scene, but yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, one day a listener will leave that in a five-star review. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. And then I will say it to the five people who are still in the audience. Yeah. The next callback that I have is wound up like an E or G string. And for it should be all you need, you say Sunny after that, which is a reference to a Sunny and Cher song, All I Ever Need Is You. And you've got a block, well, suck my cock. And then... Someone tried to give our cast a fun callback, and it was, we're the transducers, and we'll seduce ya, and not surprisingly, that didn't work. Oh, that's cute, Aww. though. That is cute. We can do it if we ever, like, in the pride parade again, because that sounds like a pride parade <laughs> chant. Yeah. If I, uh, if 
I knew that existed, I'd be doing it as an audience member. It just, it's such a stretch, I think. I mean, it isn't, but it also kind of is. It's just kind of a bad line, and I don't know. Yeah, and again, there's nobody in the audience at this I mean, I think that's honestly probably why it didn't catch on. There, there's nobody to hear it. Well, hypothetically, so sound? some people are at least getting back to their seats at this point, but they're putting their pants on. Hypothetically, there's too much chaos for callbacks if there's an underwear run in this minute, I think. Yeah. Agreed. So, that's all I got. Oh, great. Well, Brad? Yeah? How's our website coming? Have you made our website? Not in the last 30 minutes, no. <laughs> Have you figured out another reason why you shouldn't go into the woods? Um, <laughs> I'm taking that as a no. So no, no compelling ones. I guess I'll just back away here. Guess I'll just die. Yeah. Guess I'll pie. Apple pie. <laughs> oh. Ugh, now he wants to die. I don't. Ah, but you're gonna anyway. Yeah. But you get to have your final words be something that we all say together. Oh, is that... What's that? Yeah, it's now. <laughs> now. You don't, you don't have, have to go, go home, home, but you can't but stay, you can't here. stay here. here. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out. out. To the late night Double feature Picture Goodbye, Brad. Just, uh, this looks cozy over here. I'll just, you know, walk this way. <laughs> quiet, fade this out. Clip cloth of your little your, your footsteps. <laughs> Why are your footsteps clip clopping? <laughs> Is Brad hooved? <laughs> no, he's wearing taps. Secretly a horse. <laughs> the horse is here. <laughs> A horse is here. Oh man. Ah. Well, that was fun for at least us. <laughs>